Two gays watch Drag Race. Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Gays Watch Drag Race. I'm gay and I'm talking, so I'm one of your hosts, Zachary Lantel. And I'm your other gay host, Aaron Holman. And today we're recapping RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13, Episode 13. Ooh. Annie, I shrunk the drag queens. Annie, I shrunk the drag queens. I just I kept matching it in like Lady Bunny voice. Annie, I shrunk the drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that. Make like Lady Bunny turn out to be like the evil genius behind all of this. Oh my god. I, I love when they pull and miss Lady Bunny. Mm-hmm. I, I personally don't think we see enough of her on the show, but you no. know, there can only be one drag queen. As we all know, RuPaul is the only drag queen. <laughs> oh, she's the drag queen of the world. And, like, oh, my God. No, even come close. <laughs> you oh, know, I was watching a little bit of the roast material from <laughs> last week's episode. Oh, man. And uh, who was it that said, uh, oh, RuPaul with your hit song? Wasn't that Rosé? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I thought that was one of the better reads. Oh, it's good. It's just like one of us is a recording artist and one of us is a singer. Uh, <laughs> I, I was living. Um, yeah, it was really nice to see Rose unblossom in that yeah. moment. You know, yeah, I was living. Uh, it was nice. Uh, this episode, what do you think of it? Thoughts off off the top? Um, well, lucky episode thirteen. <laughs> lucky thirteen. Um, <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> it, went, it went it went not in a surprising way but no. it was great to get our uh top five down to a final four i mean yeah let's, and let's, i am let's about roll ready it along. to see the finale yeah let's roll it along let's let's move <laughs> forward if they had done a double save this week i would have thrown my shoe at the tv i would have been like absolutely not um because for a split second i was like oh my they can't be they can't be saving them both but i really did for a second go like wait a second what's going on here because like some they've been really ambiguous the past couple of seasons about going from the five to the four and i feel like man they look at my facts i should really look at facts before i start talking that's not the way I work. that's not the way i do <laughs> you know you don't have to do a fact check <laughs> well i think more what i'm thinking of is when they were like you can tell sometimes when they want someone to be a part of something. Because I remember the one year where they had the top five do the musical number. And I was like, so we got five this year? Because I remember like Vanji was still there. And I was like, wow, y'all really wanted Vanji to be here, didn't you? Um, yeah, this was this was interesting episode. I must admit, and we've already talked about this off, off microphone. It just kind of went exactly the way I thought it was going to go. So it was, it wasn't bad TV. Like I, I wasn't mad at anything that was happening. It was just kind of like, uh, I mean, granted, that's kind of what happens at this point in the com- uh, competition if you're even somewhat savvy to how like production likes to make things happen. And you'd have to be, I think, a little bit of a idiot to not see what they've been pushing for like the whole season by this point. So it's like. I actually was going to be more stunned if the person that made it through hadn't made it through. That's why I'm like, really? After all, after all that? Um, yeah. But we start the episode and they're all talking about Utica going home. Um, I didn't really miss her this episode, I have to say. No, I think... Um, like as organic as time is, going home happened. Yeah, it, it, was, it was an appropriate time. Uh, <laughs> Utica had shown us a great deal of versatility, yeah. uh, but she also, you know, I mean, that, that roast last week, honey, Ooh. it was raw, you know, like it was. Have you, have you seen the post online where people take all of the worst roasters and turn into a bingo card? A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've seen it. Um, <laughs> And you know what? Utica's does stand up there against some of the worst that we've oh, seen. Oh, I think it's the one of the challenge. top three worst of the worst. Because even someone like Alyssa Edwards or like a pheromone, there was something like charming about how bad it was. Whereas with Utica, it just made me go, oh, oh, no. Like it was, You're the one bombing, girl! You're the one bombing! <laughs> I, oh my god, I watched that so many times. I'm dying. Whoever did the editing for that like section, you yeah. know, and then the next joke is, "Oh, you like that, RuPaul? <laughs> Why don't you just stand up?" 
Oh, first of all, I was like, whoa, lie. I think, <laughs> Best I think moment that, ever. that was RuPaul being like, too close to home, bitch. <laughs> let's not pull back the curtain on how the sausage gets made. Let's not, let's mm-hmm. not do that. Because I think I that's know. a little kept secret now. Like The people that know, know. But it's been pretty widely uh, reported that RuPaul is usually wearing a dress that detaches. At, which, you know what? I don't, I'm not even mad at it. I'm like, you know what? If you're sitting at that damn thing for the whole time do you need to be in the bottom of the dress anyway like mm-hmm. whatever like let her sit in her yoga pants if she wants to <laughs> well out of everything it was just something that i really enjoyed that utica brought to everybody's mind and sure. uh again for the less savvy people or for the people <laughs> who haven't been watching the show nearly as long um yeah there's a little glimpse behind the curtain that was very <laughs> funny <laughs> oh man and we got and we got rupaul flipping someone off that was fun pretty epic honestly <laughs> so so i mean you know she still got her moment she still got a moment i had someone online um i it was a clip of something it was something with utica from the season and i had quoted her from the first episode saying i'll get you rupaul when she like shook her fist and then someone commented like wait how did you know to comment this this video is from weeks ago and, and i was like that's on the first episode because <laughs> i was like weird foreshadowing i don't know yeah definitely but we don't get a mini challenge this week we just kind of go straight into um first of all what a like reference like i'm a kid of the 90s so i was like oh honey i shrunk the kids like yeah that, that whole franchise i wonder how many people were just like that completely didn't read to them i think all. probably way more than they like probably originally <laughs> intended yeah. You know, but um, I, I really enjoyed that, too. I loved that movie growing up as a kid. Rick Moranis was oh, a genius. Yeah. And um, then they had Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Oh, my gosh. And then it's Honey, We Shrunk the Kids. Honey, honey We, we shrunk blew, the up kid. the ba- blew Up the Kid. Oh, Which, by the way, the they didn't blow up the child. That sounds like they exploded the child. It just means it got bigger. <laughs> I guess there's no way to be like, Honey, We Made the Kid bigger bigger <laughs> we biggered the kid <laughs> we biggered the kid oh my god that sounds i think that's the technical term yeah <laughs> we made it larger yeah but all those movies were so dumb so i was like haha this is and like uh, what i did like with this acting challenge even though it's also i mean they're all stupid but it at least had enough funny things in it for me to be like oh and then, like i feel like it got the tone of what it was supposed to be um, I'm whereas... not gonna lie. I thought it was an odd topic. <laughs> sure. Like I was like, <laughs> interesting. So now we're on a fictional season of Drag Race in which the drag queens shrink themselves in the workroom because everything else has happened at this point. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird. Well, and it was yeah. So I guess we can get into that. So when they're casting the acting challenge, they say like you know oh wink wink nudge nudge a lot of these characters characters are familiar yeah i mean it's literally them but then they all still have arguments about who should be playing which part um do you think that they should have um like for comedy purposes played against who they actually are for the challenge or okay because i was i was (laughs) i was curious what your thoughts were on that i was i thought it was um okay let's start with miss olivia oh let's start um why not olivia she was like out the gate going like oh this character is apologetic and she's me and i'm gonna be her again and i needed her to do anything else honestly Angie, i don't know if they just didn't show us um you know anything but it's weird they go to the uh, granted it's a competition and it's late in the competition so i don't expect anyone to help anybody but i think it was got mick who was like olivia that's like the last part you should be playing but no one no one speaks up either i'll tell you that no one's like hey olivia what if you played like bubble bubble blah you know um it's like the only person nobody else wanted to play that part you know well but that could have been funny for someone to like roast olivia a little bit like that could have been like really funny if they had played it as olivia that could have been hilarious but like i feel like the only person who thought to like play not themselves was simone who like wanted to play candy i wanted simone and candy to switch those parts i wanted to see simone be the villainess and i think she would have been funny i could tell that the other parts yeah 
think she just got too in her head about like, I don't know, she overthought it is what it seemed like. Um, well, it's, I would have loved to see people step into different roles than the ones. Yeah. Made. Absolutely. For comedy. Like if Rose had been uh actually that could have been funny if Rose had been like Olivia. I think that could have been funny. That would have been awesome. I bet Rose would have done that, yeah. you know, really good. I mean, she still did fine. She still did a great job. Rose did do a really good she job. Was great. And on top of it, I loved her outfit for the challenge. <laughs> I did too. too. Somehow I was like, out of everybody's outfit, this is the one that makes the most sense. Like, Rose is just a really good performer and I like that they she didn't give the type of performance that usually gets like lots of praise because it's just like a solid performer doing a solid job but it's not the most flashy part so I was mm-hmm. happy that she got such good critiques later in the episode because I was worried she would just get kind of like not lost in the shuffles and being in the bottom but I thought they'd be like you know Rose you're safe you know let's overlook you again yeah yeah so uh, it was a nice week for her um and actually other than honestly olivia i didn't think anyone else did like a bad job like even candy i didn't think candy was doing bad in the challenge it's just that she was not giving lots of variety with like line readings like when clearly michelle Fassage were like do the line again and she like literally just repeated the exact line delivery like five times in a row it um, reminded me of that thing that they they pulled with alaska but alaska like succeeded with it where they were like you know for your commercial why don't you just keep spinning why don't you just oh keep God, going yeah. one after another you know like expensive you know expensive. um and but like it ended up like bringing out something that like right. alaska hadn't been doing and no. i was very disappointed to see candy muse give us the same line my wicked beauty <laughs> girl yeah. it's not even that it was bad but then she just said it the exact same way like every it's like they're not gonna time. be able to use any of those different because none of them are different yeah. and you just and, and you've unintentionally wasted people's time because now we've spent like however much time having you like say these lines over and you're just saying them the same way um but i did think she was i thought she was fine it's just that I do think if I read that script, um, much like Simone, I would have wanted that part. So I do think it was, um, I think her role and Gottmik's role were the two I would have wanted from that script. Out of everybody's, I would have wanted Simone's. um, Really? Most, yeah. Oh, see, Gottmik's is probably the one I would have like wanted. I could see you doing a great one with that though. (laughs) Gottmik was very funny this week. I was, I, she, yeah, Overall, was... I'm very impressed with Scott Meg. Oh yeah, I will yeah. say it's it's a good finale. Um, uh, in, or we're headed towards a good finale. So I do feel like, well, I won't. Get, I guess whatever. If someone's listening to this, they listen to the watch the episode, or you should have. What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> I would say out of the top four that we have, I would say three of them could win. Like three of them are solid. Like yeah, they could win. Like yes. it, it's possible. Like which is more than some seasons. Like some seasons going to the finale, I only see like two, two. tops. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's nice that we at least have. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, I, that's why everyone's like so mad about you know we all know who making the top four, but I'm like guys, they're not gonna win. Like calm down. Like they're just saying like they are one of the stars of this season which i think that is actually undeniable like honestly at I this point i agree uh we we've had many a discussion in the past few weeks about all of this and i'll still maintain mm-hmm. uh candy's not my favorite narrator that we've ever had oh, sure no, series, no, no but it is undeniable that she's um the biggest personality out of the season yeah. and on top of it imagine cuz i was watching this last episode i watched it twice imagine if candy wasn't here oh i bet if you did an edit of like cutting her out of an episode you would so boring yeah well because who no one had anything bad to say about anybody else all the other four besides like the out of the top five the other four polite as can be it's honestly like yeah and honestly i'm just gonna take a moment to unpack some feelings is that okay can i say something 
<laughs> on our podcast every on our, time on our own podcast <laughs> i i am not even a candy stan i mean if you listen to the first few episodes of the season you can find out <laughs> what my thoughts were on candy but i have to say that i think over the course of this season candy has shown a depth to her that i not to say i didn't expect like everyone has you know a story if you talk to them long enough but i feel like she has shown different sides to herself and different colors of herself and i don't think of her everyone's like oh she's a bully she shouldn't be there she's a bully i'm like i don't think she's a bully like that's actually not the vibe i get from her i'm very sensitive to bullies because i dealt with bullies when i was younger and i don't get bully vibes from her if anything i get like oh she's a hurt kid like that's like a hurt kid dealing with being an adult and i find it really shocking well not actually not that shocking but really disgusting that after she revealed such a personal thing about being gay hate crimed as you know like a child like let's keep that in mind like a middle schooler i believe it was that people still seem to not have any empathy for her or any compassion for her as a person i'm still like i don't fucking care whatever happened to you as a kid doesn't make doesn't matter it's like wow so like all of you suck like because you know and it just and it feels gross it's just like i or even i saw something last night where someone had a picture of the top four and they tagged everyone but candy and i was like that's just fucking i mean it's stupid it's childish who cares but it was like what's what's the deal guys like why do you hate her so much because there are so many moments like she was i still will say this as many times as i need to she was the only person that went over to elliot with two t's the week she went home and said hey how how are you doing like you know don't forget about like you're a star like don't let this like get you and you're like no one else did that no one else was being nice to her no one else was you know trying to pump her up with some like positivity and Mm self-worth and i just she has a big mouth like she does run her mouth and she is overly confident like but i'm also like it's a competition show she's not gonna i think she's mostly not going to allow herself to have a second of camera footage of her saying maybe i should go home like she's just not gonna allow that to be on camera and so she's just being she's trying to like you know fake it till you make it you know and and hey she made it to the top four so you can't really like begrudge her too much i just think the the vitriol around her is just disgusting it's just ugh, well it's... i just think that the toxic the toxicity in the fandom nowadays yeah. i mean like i don't even know where to start with it God. it's like get off of social media you keyboard warriors and chill out uh if you want to have an opinion that truly matters about yeah. the show get on the show and watch the show yeah it's the main thing like enjoy it yeah. enjoy the show one yeah one like enjoy it it's a reality competition show on vh1 like yeah, so what, chill what, out like chill out but also i can tell the editors went out of their way to show her like, as a three-dimensional like fully formed person and they still it it's like it didn't matter it really it was really odd to watch because I don't, and people are comparing her a lot to like Silky, not Meganosh, and I actually don't think that's a fair comparison because to me, I don't either. I never, not to not to belittle Silky as a person, but on in terms of the show, I didn't see a lot of complexity in terms of how she like dealt with people, um, you know, on that season. Whereas with Candy, I have seen an evolution, and even even like the big thing like for a lot of people is the Tamisha fight. And even that, she was like, oh, that was totally me, like, being def- going into defense mode and thinking I needed to, like, defend myself because in my brain she was attacking me, attacking my character, and it wasn't cute. Like, you know, she addressed every bad moment she had on the show, and it's just like people weren't watching or didn't care. Or It's like, even if she says, like, point blank to camera, like, here's why I did this wasn't great but here's why i did people are like i don't believe it she's just saying that i'm like okay well i okay like you know it's just exhausting it's exhausting is what it is that's all i have to say (laughs) (laughs) it's just been bothering me like it just like i'm it's it's almost forced me to be like a candy advocate because i'm just so annoyed with the because i'm i'm still like hey guys like 
you don't like her that's fine she's still like a queer artist on television like going through a, probably a lot of the same experiences that you've like suffered through or suffering through and it's just like where's the compassion like where's the where's the love everybody say love <laughs> you know like oh, it just oh. it annoys me it annoys me mm. Ugh, I I, maybe agree. i sound like it's pollyanna totally but i just you know. it's totally unnecessary and it's the kind of thing that just gonna ruin the whole experience for everybody um it's been like a couple seasons in a row now where (laughs) it's like death threats is very common and it's like over it it's and i try to just not engage with that toxicity but you also can't not notice it because it's it needs to be noticed and called out but it's just like it's just like it's it's like a it's like a queer person calling in a bomb threat on a queer center. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. I'm like, hey, like they're queer just like you. Like, what are you what are you doing? Like, you don't have to like them. You don't have to root for them. You can say, like, I think they're the worst contestant of the season. Sure, why not? But don't send a death threat. Don't say that they're like garbage as a human being. Like, it's just like and granted she's had such a great sense of humor about this entire season if you look at her social media like she She i mean she's i mean she's gone off when she needs to go off but she also is just like you know haters gonna hate i'm so in the top four so like you know it (laughs) you know those checks uh cleared just the same so it doesn't really Mm -hmm. matter you know and ultimately that's the thing like she people can call her whatever they want to she seems to have known how to play this game like she made it to the end and she knew what she had to do and here we are and that is very true with them getting ready for this week's maxi challenge Hmm. what do you think about the way that simone and candy handled um deciding the fact that they wanted the same role how do you think that went um it's a thing where I didn't think it was maybe handled the best, but it also seemed like Simone, I think Simone might be a slight people pleaser or she just doesn't like controversy. Mm, so which you could tell that it was getting like, you know, cause Candy was like, well, I really want that. I, I really want that. I think Simone just went to a place of, well, yeah, fine. I can do this other thing. It's whatever. But you could tell she was bothered. Like she, it's not like she said okay great and like moved on like she was you could see it in her body language she was bothered um but i also feel like for me simone and not to not to insult candy but like i think simone i knew she could do the other part and be just fine whereas it's like and maybe that's what she's like you know if this is gonna make simone or make candy feel confident in the challenge and make her go in with some some oomph like what who whatever fine let, let her have it i can do this other thing maybe it's not what she was thinking but it, it seemed like she was like Ugh, this isn't worth arguing about and and it turned out to be fine for simone like i that was another thing i was like what kind of edit are we getting because when they were filming it they made it look like simone was doing like not a bad job but like uh-oh what's her performance gonna come out as but yeah. it, but Simone's done well at almost every single performance challenge. The only one she didn't do well on was like the roast. The comedy, yeah, the the roast. Itself. But a roast, but like she clearly knows how to do like sketch comedy. Like she understands sketch comedy. How to be funny for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. she gets it. Yeah, and so yeah, it was it was it was a weird week. Like the the one who was just like the glaring, like. Ugh, bottom person was Olivia. Like it was, it, it, it was, it was something. I don't even. Ah! Like, she she just I don't understand. And I I have a whole theory about Olivia, where I feel like when she first got there, I really understood her drag character. I was like, okay, yeah, I get it, I get it. And I feel like they said to her a couple of times, like we're not getting your thing like you know like and i feel like it might have sent her into a slight identity crisis with like i think she started overthinking her drag character because by the end of the show i just feel like if you showed us olivia in the last episode and showed us a clip of her from the first episode it's almost like not even the same queen in terms of how she's selling her personality and and i don't even understand it it's like 
I don't know if she's going for like a not as if she's like ripping this person off, but just like a similar vibe. Like, I don't know if she's going for like a Benzel like cram type thing where it's like, I don't realize that I'm really loopy and like, but but it doesn't. But like, I understand Dela's character when I watch it. Whereas with Olivia, I'm like, so you're sweet but a little stupid, but you you run and move around like a baby like it's like it's really weird i didn't get it and it was uncomfortable to watch it really made me like like uncomfortable i i completely agree Uh, um so what are we thinking i mean listen i know we are living in the time of the coronavirus but um what are we thinking about these special visits to the workroom? We have Miss Scarlett Johansson popping up for uh, it looks like a parent-teacher conference on Zoom. But like, what are we thinking? I mean, it's cool. I think maybe it's a way to be like, since you're not going to get to like interact with all these cool people the way that you normally would have been able to on a season, we'll bring in some like extra special people in here, you know, because. I'm like, damn, this bitch has got to meet Anne Hathaway, and <laughs> it was, I will say, <laughs> I was like, an interesting choice to bring in, of all celebrities, Miss Scarlett Johansson, who has a, a, a storied career with the LGBT community in terms of um, all that, con- I mean, I guess it's like, it's been a few years now, but I was like, ooh, an interesting choice after all of that stuff with, um, I can't remember the name. Oh, it's called Rub and Tug. Do you know what I'm talking about? Was no. she gonna play a trans Wait. man in a in a movie? Oh, and she didn't. She well, she dropped out and everything. But they were like, there was a whole. But after the internet told her that it was. Yeah, stupid. I mean, it wasn't like I I still was like good for you for doing the right thing, but you didn't like come to that decision on your own because her first initial response was. I'm an actor. I should be able to play anything I want to. And I'm like, honey, like, I understand the sentiment you're saying, but, like, when trans people are not even being asked to play themselves in film, like, maybe you should... And, and her brother is, like, part of the LGBT community. So it's like, you think that should be a little more sensitive to it? I don't know. I have a feeling, you know, so it's one of those things, like, maybe her, maybe she talked to her brother about it, <laughs> and her brother was like, I don't think that's a problem. And because her brother's like, see, I asked my brother. <laughs> I'm like your brother and does not speak for the entire it, community. So the world's fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, just because you have a gay brother does not mean he speaks for the community. Um, and he's also your brother, so he's your. I was like, uh, I'm making an entire fake scenario. So when she asked her brother about whether she, <laughs> I don't know, she would <laughs> the, spilling the tea that you know behind the scenes. I love it. Yeah. I do like Scarlett Johansson. It was just kind of like, of all the people in the world to have there. For, I did love they made it a rough she was on a movie once called The Girl with the Pearl Earring uh, and that was my favorite line where Olivia said I loved her in that movie The Girl with the Pearl Necklace <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like okay in 2003 I'm cackling at this reference like it was such a like like I'm like no one got like 10 gays got this joke just now and it was it was interesting um, and it was just for them though and like yeah, just you know. because it was Scarlett Johansson they added in like is this really how Scarlett Johansson got the role in Black Widow I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah uh that seemed very natural that piece of very natural when it was delivered yeah the logic of the um of the sketch was a little all over the place i was definitely like i'll go along for the ride it's rupaul's drag race of course but i was like wait i'm confused why are they shrinking yeah <laughs> i still I don't understand how they shrink it has oh, something yeah. to do with shade i, I sure i don't... <laughs> maybe like uh, shrinking people down to size cutting them down shade, to size sure but like they didn't have like a machine out or anything, right? It was like, ooh, what's this? Like, there wasn't like a machine that made them shrink. I don't think so. I think, I don't know. See, like, that's, I mean, make a machine and like make up some punchline about that. Like, like, oh, it's to, I don't know. Like, it's like some, some sort of something to like, I think it would have made it a little, a little, a little clear. It would have been great if like it was a machine, like sort of like a conveyor belt thing that they would have gone through and it'd been like, you're gonna go into like the Glamazon, Glamatron, you know, and like come out 
essentially looking like RuPaul is what the promise would be. But then the settings were off because Candy Muse went in and like messed with the things, and oh turns out she shrunk her competition. You know, like or even yeah, just like, we a, could, like we could get a little more setup. Or even just like like if they want to reference if they're even referencing the movies anymore, just make it like a big old laser thing that like shoots them and they're like, ooh, like you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it makes their pores smaller. Oh, that would have been really good. <sighs> oh my. Yeah, um, oh, another highlight, my favorite moment of the entire episode was when Got Mick was playing with the uh, the cat paw, when Candy was the cat paw. And oh, was just my like, But she was allergic to cats, so she was sneezing. Like, that was, like, comedy gold. I was like, oh, man, this is, this is great. Hilarious. I, like, that that whole moment could have gone on forever. But I will I will say this. My very initial reaction, like, when Candy Muse had the giant sort of cat paw jousting yeah. thing or whatever, yeah. the giant baton, I immediately <laughs> said in my head, I was like, it shouldn't be another castmate doing the paw. Oh, no, I was definitely like, like, I mean, I guess it's just to have not someone else close to them, um, but I was just like, oh, okay. Maybe somebody else, I think. <laughs> I guess they were trying to be safe. I don't know. But it's also like, mm-hmm. you have a mask on. Like, it's not a big deal. Speaking of favorite moments of the show, um, I think one of the greatest moments that we've had in this season mm-hmm. happened in this episode, oh. and it was watching Simone get real about the pressure that she's feeling oh. from her drag family. The you know, like she's like the House of Avalon. We do everything just so perfect, and she like she really dove into and was very vulnerable mm-hmm. about you know how that's messing with her at this point in the competition. And she lost it when she was just like, I would hate to, you know, get so far in the competition and then just fizzle out. That broke my heart. But at the same time, I was sitting and going, I think this is some of the best footage they've shown us. Like, Yeah, did you watch Untucked this week? I did not. I never know where to find it. Oh, I just bought it. Mm-hmm. no they because that was also similar um it showed candy having like an entire panic attack backstage like her like her blood pressure went up and they had to like wait for her blood pressure to ah! go down before they could like start oh filming again because she was just like you could you could just see it on her face like oh fuck i might be going home oh my god i can't go home oh oh god oh god oh and it was just it was so uncomfortable um <laughs> there was one part that was like probably not meant to be funny but i i like chuckle at where she was like she's like I, I need some air i'm gonna go outside and like you know sit outside and she's outside I'm like and simone's like should i go should i go see her should i go like check on her and so like simone like goes out there candy is like she's taking her top off at this point she's like you know having her blood pressure checked and someone's like how you doing girl and she's like oh it's just like you know i'm really dizzy and, she, and then Simone just kind of stands there she's like okay well i just i just wanted to check on you so okay well, i'm gonna go okay i just wanted to make sure you're okay <laughs> I was like what was the point of that like <laughs> it's just like she went over like all of like 20 seconds like you okay okay wait so you're you're doing okay? Okay, well, well I'm going to get it. You said okay? <laughs> I'm gone. Oh, no. Maybe there was something we didn't see where, like, the medic was like, you really can't be over here. And I'm like, okay, no. I'll be waiting in the van, you know? Because, <laughs> like... well, you know, you think about, like, the high stress of that competition. And if you throw in a panic attack with it, like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And, like, think about how uncomfortable drag queens are. Like, you're being, like, corseted you're you've got like stuff glued to your body you've got like all this like heavy fucking makeup on your face like you've got the eight hour filming day Jesus which is Christ. not normal for wearing the drag that goddamn long oh so. that is one thing i've heard is like after a while that they'll let the queens know like the camera's not on you so they can like take off their shoes on the runway and not just like have to stand there in their heels for like that for deliberation or the judges critiques things takes like an hour to film or like mm-hmm. even like two hours to film because i hear that they'll talk to each queen sometimes for almost like tw- sometimes it's been like 20 30 minutes but they only show us like 
maybe like 90 seconds of footage so you think about how long are they up there that's why i think they're like so bothered whenever they're like who should go home tonight and why i want someone to be like you you should go home rupaul make it a stand up here like man um well so in your in your opinion who was your favorite in the acting challenge who do you think did the best job um i think the person who had my favorite part it's it's a t- it's either got make or rose and mm-hmm. i just really like i like the approach both of them took like i said i think that rose's outfit somehow matched the assignment very well and i thought i thought the way she was choosing to do the acting yes was in tone with the yes. material they were pairing. Yeah. so i appreciated that I appreciated um, it very much. Yeah, I appreciated it. And then Got Mick, I mean, they were hilarious. Yeah. yeah. The whole cat thing, very good. They I what I really respect about Got Mick is like they took the note very well. Mm-hmm. You know, like in all the cases and stuff. Got Mick yeah. is not afraid to try something different or to look a fool. And no, I just no, appreciate no. that. Yeah, uh me, I would yeah, those are probably my two also. I I I do I Rose was my favorite only because I thought, oh, how nice to watch a drag queen that's an actor that like knows what these skits are supposed to be. Like she knows exactly what the like when they when they when they turn back to their original size again, she's like, look, we're bigger. <laughs> Like it was uh-huh. so like it was just so campy We're and like bigger. Like because those New York girls, they film so much like skit shit all the time. Like and I I know she does all sorts of web content. So that you they know the camp they know that campiness they know what people want they want to see they know what these are drag acting challenges. Like I wish some of these queens would stop trying to reinvent the wheel. And I'm like. Just be campy and stupid. Like that's all they want. RuPaul literally is like, just make me laugh. That is like literally all she ever says to them. She doesn't say like, oh, um, <laughs> make sure you get some footage you can put on your acting reel later. Like you know, like she says, like make me laugh. And with, I think also it was just I'm so confused by Olivia because her big initial selling point was like, I'm a theater girl. I I've done lots of theater. I'm a performer. And I was like, oh, cool. She's going to do great in the acting challenges. And I mean, she didn't do bad in all of them. But, like, I don't understand how she couldn't find a funny way to play stupid. Like, like if stupid's really easy to play for comedy. <laughs> you know, like, at least in my opinion. And because she even had, like, some parts where I was like, oh, she's just not committing to it all the way. There's this one part. I rewatched the episode last night before I went to bed. And I was just watching her. I'm like, ugh god what's going on with you where all of them were like running towards the shade button and oh then she, and she started running the other direction and she's just standing there for a minute and then runs the other then direction she goes, and you see her Same go like oh, oh oh yeah and then turns around and does like not a run like a like just like tiptoe tiptoe and i'm like what are you doing what are you doing i don't know and i don't even it's just like this season has been like a little bit of buffoonery and goonery because there have been some things where I'm like, where was this person? Like I, I talked about it because you were not you were not with us last week, but we talked about how it felt kind of weird that somehow Tina Burner had gone home when like she could have been the most successful in a in like a, a roast. You know, it was like, oh, now she's gone, and it just felt like. I don't know how Olivia was still here. Like it, it felt like, I feel like some people went beyond their natural exit part of the competition. You know what I mean? Like, and not that I'm saying I guess that Tina should have gone further than Olivia, but it's just like, I, I mostly like there wasn't a lot of drama this week because you could just tell who was going to get through. Like, unless just something crazy happened, it just it was kind of like it seemed like a foregone conclusion mm-hmm. at this point. Because I think Olivia would have needed to win this week, and she did not make choices to win. That's all I'll say. It's it's. And granted, who am I to have any opinions? Like the high stress of being on Drag Race, but it felt like she had. 
not give it up but like i feel like she was just tired i think she was like i don't know like it's either gonna be what they want or it's not what they want and because i just didn't see her making big choices i didn't see her making like like i could tell other people like rose's performing to stay here simone's performing to stay here got mick is performing to stay here even i even candy i saw what she was trying to go for i just think she's not I think Candy is a performer, not an actress. And I think that's where she gets into trouble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was just, it was, in terms of the acting challenges on Drag Race, it was uh, not one of the worst ones. I'm not saying I'm the best, but uh, but it ain't the worst. It ain't the worst. You know, it was, I at least chuckled. I at least got some chuckles out of me, which I think is a success at this point on the show. I think that is a success as well. But somewhere where I think you mentioned um, just tired, overdone, yeah. uh, I have a grievance, and it is with our <laughs> runway for the week. Have we just hot, run out of ideas? Hot buckets. <laughs> I had to. Are you I was like, "What?" Kidding me? I chuckle. I had to chuckle. It's pocket. Oh, see, I love a pocket moment, but I do this think dress that... has a pocket. I get it, but I like. Well, I, I will would say rather that they just do colors. Like at this point, <laughs> I'd rather them just walk out there and be like, "All right, it's orange." See, you know, I think green. I think pockets can be really fun if they did like drag pockets, but some of these people just did pockets, and it's kind of like, well, you can't just. It was like Mary, you can't just do pockets. Like <laughs> it's like if the now, if the, the first thing that came up in our household, the first discussion that came up when we were like, it's pockets is the runway immediately um, pockets hot pockets but like listen the first thing that popped into our head like dylan goes well i would make a dress out of hot pocket oh Oh, that covid brain oh get you every time i know like covid brain but like could you imagine if it was made with like what are the little like sleeves like for the hot pockets you could have made it out of the sleeves and then stone that shit the house down uh you could have yes, ah! pour a bucket of marinara on yourself all like carry like have a full-on moment you know <laughs> mm, so i see how your run on drag race would go <laughs> i'm would today remembered. for hot pockets i'm wearing hot pockets honey <laughs> Oh, I can tell me I'm not a hot pocket. I'm the hottest pocket. You better blow on me or at least wait 30 seconds or I'm going to burn your mouth up. Yeah, I would be the catchphrase queen for sure. (laughs) Man, I don't know how I would do on the show. I can tell you, well, first of all, as a non drag queen. (laughs) I love love that you said that. You're like, well, let's see how your run would go. I feel like I would not, I would definitely not win. I think the best I could do would be making it to like seventh or sixth place. I would be like, cool, I made it. Because I would definitely be a comedy queen. Like I would, I would for sure be a comedy queen. I would try to have some nice fashion, but like a comedy queens, who knows how well they're going to go. I mean, they clearly thought Tina was going to go better than she did. Um, I don't know if I was going to do hot pockets. Uh, I feel like. There was something when I was watching it, I was like, oh, I'm surprised nobody did this, but I can't remember what the fuck it was now. Oh, god damn it. Oh, for- oh like I, I was thinking like if someone had done like a really high fashion, um, like you know, like the the pocket in the front of like a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, not just a hoodie, but like some sort of like twist on like a high fashion hoodie. I thought that could have been something like, like sh- more like streetwear kind of thing. Like that could have been something. Because something or another, it would have been cool. Could have Yeah. Cool. So going, so going into these, the one I thought, yeah, just like it was just kind of like, oh, okay, it was yeah, Olivia, where it was very pretty. She looked very pretty. What a way to go! But it was just like, it was just pockets. Like it was like. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're wearing pockets, but that's not what we mean. Like, it's like if the theme was a, uh, you know, the color, like it's like when they did the color purple, and someone on it was like, "That's just a purple dress." Like, you know, what I mean, like I don't know how to describe it any other way, but it's like that's just a purple dress. There's nothing like special about it. And with hers, it was like, oh, it's a dress with pockets, but also to look at that dress, it didn't even look like pockets. It looked like she was just shoving her hands into like a bow. 
that was on the dress. You know what I mean? Like, I know they were pockets. Look at it. What I first thought was, I was like, okay, so this looks like a bow runway, or it looks yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like craft paper, like ribbon or something. Like, it definitely it would make me think that it was like bows if that was the theme, not not pockets. I'm not gonna lie, she looked gorgeous. Oh, she looked gorgeous. I, I mean, she did look gorgeous. That was the unfortunate thing. I'm like, well, she looks great. It's just that this late in the competition it's it wasn't I mean, enough i mean let's well here's the thing the, the queens made it very easy this week to see who the bottom two of the runway were because the two that were in the bottom were in the bottom because uh let's let's i'll wait for another negative thing but what do you think of rose's like 1960s uh black and white pocket like the jacket into the i loved i loved the outfit i love the mm-hmm. concept so, um I hated gonna, the hair. I hated the hair. I'm going to bring... This is my controversial opinion about it. Sure. And, I mean, you know, don't take me seriously because <laughs> I'm not a drag queen and I'm a dude. But, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's something, and it might be the wig. It mm. might be the makeup. I can't uh-huh. tell. But Rosé looks like a man to me. A man in a dress. Like, Her face was a little hard. It was a little hard this week. I'll, I'll give you it? that. It was like, a little hard. I think it was the wig. I honestly think it was the wig. Was because... it was it because the bangs went like up or something? It was like too much forehead or something. Like it just I think... proportions were off. And yeah. yeah, I could see I could see Rose through the dress. I could see her through it. Or I him. definitely think the the light, the light, light, light color of the wig mixed with her choice for the eye makeup, which was also like white, uh, like a white lid. I think it kind of those aren't colors that I would naturally think would look great with her skin tone, which has natural like red undertones to it. So I, if it was me, I would have rather have seen her in like a really pretty like auburn sixties updo thing, like a, like and also it needed like oh, the hair I wanted with it was the, honestly the classic Trixie sixties bump hair where it's just like big bump and it comes in like curls under right like right at the shoulder almost a beehive type of situation almost like a beehive yeah because hers looked a little dry and a little too long and i think that that color wig on her brought out the red undertones in her skin and it also just it made her look a little a little hard edged in the face but, but i look, loved the look i did I would say the look itself total too yeah you know, like, like i, I yeah. absolutely love the outfit and it fit the freaking runway it did and know? i love 60s retro stuff so i yeah i was really into the look so i was kind of like you know yeah i wish the wig was better but it, uh, you know the look is cute robbie turner is shook <laughs> oh my god uh <laughs> and what did you think of simone's look the denim uh, it was amazing. Um, she she obviously got the assignment. She got the um, she got the list of things to do, and she <laughs> said, "I'm coming with a pocket." And I I liked it. I also really enjoyed the Paramore hair, where she was given off another Gigi Goodwig. Was it really? Yeah, she did that wig for her. I did not know, but it's not surprising. I I thought it was phenomenal, and um, I mean, just showing more versatility. So honestly. Yeah. I just love it. I thought it was a really good one. Yeah. Also, when I saw that outfit, because it was the first one to come out, it still made me sit there and go, oh my God, those poor UK season two girls. Because like RuPaul literally, oh my God, he judged like four episodes of that, came over and did this entire season of season 13. No wonder he was so pissed off at some H&M when he went back. Oh, you know, interesting. I didn't think about that. How like, like I, it's because over here, like there was such stunning shit happening on the runway. Well, yeah, like someone like Simone was bringing these fashions yeah. like that, and, and got so, Mick. Yeah, and got Mick. No wonder he went back over there like livid. <laughs> I don't want to see any fucking H and M. Oh my god! I just like it <gasps> makes more sense contextually. I'm like, yeah. oh, Simone, you made RuPaul yell at those UK girls. It's you did it. It's your fault. It's your drag. It was so good. 
Oh my god! I, I my favorite of the week was Got Mick because I was obsessed, and I was already lo- I already loved it when I just thought like, oh, it's like a flasher, you know, blah blah. But then when they like did a close up of the dress, and I saw that it was all like gold watches that were making up the dress, I was like, oh, that's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was insane. one of my favorite references I've ever seen them pull. Uh, and... I love a Hercules reference. <laughs> it's so funny because I knew exactly what they were talking about. Same. Like, I watch said, Hercules I like, a lot. I, my, my mouth dropped and I was like, it's so niche. I just love it. Yeah. What, is, what did they favorite say? Favorite look of the week by far. And that's even without knowing what the reference was, like you said. I'm trying to remember what they said about her when she first came out before she had opened her jacket. It was like, it's it's such and such starring Cher. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, no, I can't remember. It was some movie. Oh, I can't remember. Never mind. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, RuPaul, any excuse to say Cher, you know, she'll take it. <laughs> Very true. Very and true. then we get to the last runway, which was Candy, which, oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh. oh I didn't oh. like it. Oh, we, yeah, you think? <laughs> I don't like it. If someone That's defends okay. this, I'm like, guys, I... And so I, was, I saw someone online like, you don't understand the reference. She's referencing this. I'm like, no, no, I, I get the reference. Uh, I get the reference. But also... I, I'm just gonna sound ignorant, but it doesn't scream pockets to me. Like I don't look at that and go, "Oh, pockets!" Like it's like they've said this on the show so many times. If you have to explain the reference to us, like it's not a good enough reference because we don't we don't get it. Um, and also, God bless, but like maybe if it had a different hair, I wouldn't have thought it was. I mean, no, I probably still would have hated it as much. But like, it's like the dress was already like so ugly. But then she had this flat, asymmetrical, you know, get me the manager right away here. And I was just like, I don't understand. I don't understand how she, I, I felt. Oh, I felt so bad for her though. And she was like, I was like, I, I agree with you. Because when I looked in the mirror, like I didn't feel beautiful. I was like, oh, God. And it must suck to be like not feeling gorgeous that at that point in the competition when it's like the stakes are so high like that does suck but that being said her instincts were correct she did not look the best um and it must have sucked to look around the room and go oh oh honestly it might be where the panic attack came from maybe she was like oh god i think they're gonna send me home um it definitely was a week where i was like oh it is all gonna come down to the lip sync because at this point i have no idea because well, it's like, because you could say, you could make an argument for like, well, Olivia at least looks gorgeous. Like, it's not like quite the theme, but she looks stunning. But, you know, oh, gosh, what a, what a week. Well, the winner of this week's Maxi Challenge was Rosé, a very well-deserved win, honestly. And it was one of those weeks like, yeah, the tops were Gottmik, Rosé, and, and Simone. And I was like, cool. So, like, you know, it was a very clear, like, we see who is in the bottom. Like, this is not a hard week to figure this out. Very uh, true. I was kind of hoping for some some drama, but no, it was, it was who we thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they got to lip sync to share. I love it. I was living. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes, give us more share all the time. As long as the lip sync song is like a fierce fucking song, then I'm happy. And uh, it doesn't get much fiercer than share. Could you lip sync the song if you needed to? Uh, I would need, I'd need an hour with the lyrics, for oh, sure. Oh, I could, I could do every word. I, I, I can, I, I can do it right away, I know. I had the very best of share in high school, so I listened to it all the time, and so, yeah. Um, Where did you sleep last night? You know, all of that, like, I knew <laughs> all the words. But what did you think of the lip sync? How did you think it went? I thought it was a pretty even Steven, like, kind of like, they could have edited i think either one to look like the winner if they wanted to because there were times where i was like only looking at olivia and i was like wow she's bringing back her like disco week vibes and like i thought she was really selling it but then if i looked at candy i'm like but candy's also like really going for it so i really couldn't tell the only thing that like made me understand who was winning was when they kept putting in look they're laughing at the thing candy just did and they did like two or three times i went oh okay Um, i was watching uh, cynthia arrivo watching candy 
and like living for her acting choices, which were, yeah. you know, I don't know, they weren't revelatory to me, but like I enjoyed them. I enjoyed both perspectives on it. I thought that Olivia just danced the house down and really served it. Um, I'll be honest. I think Olivia could have taken it if she had gotten herself on the floor once or something. Like, I think if she'd had, like... There was a moment where if she had pulled a stunt, and I mean something like Mm -hmm. a roll or a freaking somersault or cartwheel, like, um, I think that she could have won it too, but she didn't have that edge. Whereas Candy at least had the sense of humor. You know, well, you gotta go. Like, yeah, it- they both did great, but I do think I could see the fatigue in Olivia's face a little more than I could Candy. I think Candy was like, I will not go home. And I think Olivia was also fighting, but I think she was kind of like, oh, God, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it has to suck because they also asked the queens who should go home this week and they all say Olivia and this has happened before so that has to be pretty disheartening so you know on top of I mean it already happened in the skit as well yeah. <laughs> like you know <laughs> yeah um yeah so they ch- they'll choose Olivia to sashay away did you agree with the the assessment yeah. I did too I did I did love Miss Olivia Lux oh I uh, love Olivia Lux Keep shining bright, honey. But uh, I just, yeah, it was time yeah. to, the lights went out. Yeah. In the for her. Now, we now have our top four, but I did want to take us on a little emotional journey of what our were for who we thought was going to make the final four. Would you like to hear yeah. who both of our choices were? I don't remember, no. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm going to start with yours. Let's see, let's see what Aaron what Aaron thought back in the day. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it real quick. I'm yeah. not going to think about it too hard. Yeah. Miss Candy Muse, mm-hmm. Simone, Got Mick, and Tina Burner. <laughs> what? So you were close. I mean, you were really good. Like you got a lot right. I'm pretty damn close. Yeah. But, um, I, I mean, I also remember. I remember. I I wasn't warm to Miss Rose at the beginning. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, hey, I got three out of the four, honey. Yeah. Let's um. Let's see what silly Zachary said back in the day. <laughs> I would say Candy Muse, Simone, Olivia Lux, and Tina Burner. That would be my four. We both said both Tina. Right. Well, we were convinced. And I mean, I, I really so was. was so was RuPaul. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I, in my defense, on paper, Tina Burner looked like the type of queen that would do really well on the show. Um, and it just shows sometimes you do not know where this thing is going. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I at least got, I don't, I don't know why I didn't predict Got Mick. I'm very confused because I definitely thought Got Mick would do well. So I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. There used to just be so many more girls, honestly. Say what? <laughs> I said there just used to be so many more girls, honestly. Oh, so yeah. it was just like, it, in my opinion, it was a little easier to like, I don't know, see, see alternatives, yeah. you know, for different ways it could have gone. Yeah. So that's our we top four. I, I'm curious how many more episodes we have, because uh, I, this was episode 13. We have three more. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's, it's a 16, 16 episodes. Season. I'm gonna make a prediction. I think they're gonna pull the same stunt they've pulled before, where they they pretend it's an actual challenge where they're all doing a music video, and then they're gonna go, "You all are safe." Like I just because I or I don't know. I guess the biggest question: Do you think they're gonna actually go down to a top three, or do you think they're gonna do a top four? 
I think they're going to do a top four. Yeah, same. Well, I completely agree with you just said. Well, because last people are like, well, last year there was only a top three. I'm like, there was a reason there was a top three last year. Um, that wasn't like on purpose. And I do think they will want to be able to do some form of like lip sync for the crown where they like go against each other. Mm-hmm. And you need four for that. I agree. We're gonna. I think we're gonna see a a return to that format for sure. And uh, I mean, gosh, it could go any way, really. I guess. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I don't think Candy will win because first of all, the fans would riot, and that's. I think it's not good for anybody. Also, Candy to me is like textbook perfect person to be on an All Star season because she'll be coming in with all that personality and charisma but with probably better runways because i mean i think if she'd had better runways for this season we'd be having a completely different conversation about her it's just that like you can't you can't have her win with her her runways for that week for the season it's just like not especially when you have such high quality work from Gottmik and simone like it would it would feel uh disrespectful um but i do think correct wrong but I definitely think like Simone, um, you know, has four wins. Gottmik has three, three wins, three. That sounds right. And then Rose also has three. So they're all pretty close, like pretty neck and neck. Um, and I do think there's an arc for any of them to win. I am still predicting Simone. I do think it will be Simone in the end. Um, but we I'm going to still say I think it's going to be Got Mick. And that's who, you know, and yeah. fair. I mean, yeah. I could see that for sure. But I mean, the internet is a buzz with it being Rose. Oh, really? I haven't seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Like people, I in the past two weeks, yeah, I've seen a huge amount of opinion online turning into it's Rose's win. And I'm like, the only. Interesting. Well, you know, I would so normally what I would say about that is, well, they'll read the room and see what the internet is saying when it comes time for the winner and they'll make a choice. But that didn't work for Drag Race UK because the internet was like, Bimini! And yeah, they were like, "Mm, interesting, interesting. Lawrence Cheney's the winner, you know? So it doesn't always matter. But I do think based on fandom, I think they are probably looking at between Gottmik and Simone, I think either of those choices would not upset as many people, but will they care? Will they even make the choice based on that? Because mm-hmm. I know I know there's like toxic people that said like Jada only won because they were trying to have a diverse winner, but the real truth is Jada just showed up for that finale in a more dynamic way than anyone else. And that's why she that's why she won, you know. So I do think there is a if they are basing it off of the finale, there is a case where like if Rose has like a stunning final runway and like kills that music video, like it's it's possible. Um the only thing is cuz here's my only thing I worry about is got Mick, I still don't get a sense of how much of a lip sync assassin Gottmik is like could Gottmik just get like mopped you know with someone else's performance I think it's going to depend on the material but I don't see Gottmik I don't see Gottmik being flat I'm not flat no I think that's, that's the interesting thing is like we kind of know what Candy will bring we know what Simone will bring we even kind of have more of an idea of what Rosé will bring, but I don't exactly know what Gottmik will bring, and it doesn't feel like it's going to be a Sasha Velour type surprise where we're like, oh my god, you know, gag me. But I could be wrong, um, but I just, I, I could see her getting taken out by like any of the other three in a head-to-head. So that's why I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, I am too. I... I think that it will play in Gottmik's favor mm-hmm. that we don't know really what to expect. Um, yeah. Because in a season that's been this long, yeah. we've seen a great deal of what everybody has to bring to the table. Yeah. And so honestly, won't it be welcome for there to be some sort of surprise at the end? Yeah, and also I think Gottmik has proven that they are very intelligent. And Gottmik knows that people want to see a gag in one of the final lip syncs. So I'd be stunned if she had not brought some sort of a trick. That's all I'll say. 
I would too, honestly. At this point, I think you have to, to be totally honest. Unless you just think you can, like, dance the house down boots. Yes, God, mama, tongue pop. Like, you know, I think you need to have a surprise. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. Well, I guess that re- that brings us to the end. Uh, who... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, I I still say Simone, but we, I, it could be anyone. Well, not anyone. Well, I don't think anyone. <laughs> but it's a it's a race. We still got a race, and we still have, as you said, three more episodes to go. Do you think we're there's, Do you think we're gonna get a, a virtual reunion, or do you think they're gonna actually get them in the studio? Hard to say. Um, probably virtual. God, I'm just sensing. God, God damn it. The biggest crime of that's COVID. My, that's my feeling, but I mean, they could they could surprise us. It could be. Well, yeah, because it's been long enough. Like they could have they could have called them in. They could have had them fly fly in. Because I was wondering the thing. I well, well, I guess that wouldn't make sense. I was gonna say, well, because I have one other like thing I'm wondering about the finale is I could see a situation where they flew in all the queens and like quarantined them to record the reunion and then they invite all the other queens to the finale taping so at least there's like somewhat of an audience there um and then yeah. st- and film the finale like, like like they've done it like recently I wonder if maybe that's what they did I hope cuz I I I was arguing with someone on Twitter about this, but I thought the virtual reunion last year, I know they're doing the best they could. So I'm not like shitting on them working hard, but I thought it was a mess. I thought that it did not work as a a virtual reunion, in my opinion. It was medium. It was medium. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of okay. It's kind of like you do what you do. You know, they're doing the best they can. But I hope that they can actually get them in a physical room together. I do think it just makes... I think people were being a little nice last year at the reunion on the virtual because it's really easy to be the nice girl when you're not actually in the same room as people. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, 100%. do you want to let the listeners know where they can find you on all of your social media activity? Absolutely. Uh, a whole human on Insta. Uh, my, you can support the other podcast that I have. That's on a high AHS. Uh, I to I podcast EYE number two letter I oh. and um, I don't know you can find me you can find me you can find them go look it around go tinker it around and you can find me Zachary with no H on Instagram Twitter and TikTok I'm hip and I'm young and I make TikToks now <laughs> I, I have, love that I have fallen down the TikTok rabbit hole like I really am like oh god this is kind of addictive to do um like if you like doing bits you can do like a quick bit <laughs> it's, it's kind of fun um but also you can if you want i have another podcast if you're really into if you were really into the nbc show smash or if you love the nightmare on elm street uh movies you could listen to my other podcast called in another world a pop culture podcast which is going on right now and you might even hear some people that are on this show on that show Ooh. oh my god oh like my me. God. let us be your stars um and you can support this show at two gays watch on instagram twitter and facebook uh, well, this has been uh, a, we've been on a long journey. We're almost to the end. We've almost, we've all, we're almost there. But what am I going to wear for the finale? Oh, I'm going to wear what I wear every day: sweatpants, um, some some shirt, some t-shirt. Well, I'm still working on my finale outfit. Okay, working on a reveal. Yeah, working on it. <laughs> well, I will see you next week, Aaron, to see what goes on with this next episode. I think we're still going to get a top four. I do too. But let's tune in next week and find out. <laughs>